All right, Stephen Wilbur, we made you watch Monster Trucks, a movie about trucks with monsters in them. Yeah. We start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it the compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for this film? Um, I appreciated uh, getting to see Barry Pepper. You know, I bet where's he been? You know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back in the game. And kids uh, still got oh it, yeah, you know? Barry Pepper is that gaunt-looking fellow. Yeah, Barry Pepper is named after his acting style. It's always <laughs> a little bit, and he makes everything better. You know. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, he's I like just a when I he's like... a, when he's on the nose. Uh, you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> And this yeah, there's just a dash of him in a lot of yeah. stuff. I love it. Barry Pepper's great. True Grit, he's <laughs> awesome in that. That's what I saw him in most recently. I watched True Grit a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, just a really bit good. of pepper in that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> really I mean, heightens it. I Jake Busey is the straight to D V D Barry Pepper. <laughs> is what I, I think. think Jake Busey. Yeah. You ever seen Gary Busey? Imagine him smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, you know, if you have a, I don't really have the palate for Busey. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like it in my dishes as much as I like a little pepper sprinkled in there. You ever seen Twenty Fifth Hour? Too much pepper. (laughs) Way too much. All right. I mean, across the board, the cast in this movie is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, really good. I was noticing that. Great. Yeah. Um, Lisa, what's your major element about? I, we'll talk about the cast more if that's not yours. But well, what do you want? Let's continue with the cast because okay. I saw Danny Glover and I just was whisked away to Angels in the Outfield and stayed in that land for a little bit, and that made me really happy. Just you, you were held in his just, hands, just reminiscing of how yeah. he's just a really nice paternal figure, but just makes you feel safe and loved. Yeah, and you know, it makes me I'm believe like- in baseball. He'll put you, <laughs> he'll put you in his chair and and roll you around. Yeah, I, I feel I at this it. point he truly is getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of act, there's a lot of people, and he's one of them that if he turned to the camera and was like, "I'm getting too old for this shit," would only make the movie better. Yeah, that's. True. <laughs> I'd be fine. And actually, what this movie was missing, I think the main thing was a just a just a dash of uh, self awareness that that might have added. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> It's too much forever. Uh Anthony, how about you? What's your major compliment? Um, I was really excited when I, I saw the female lead in the film because uh I was really scared <laughs> they were gonna get someone who also didn't look like they were thirty five years old, like the lead was. And yeah. they did. They got also like someone who obviously is way too old to be in high school. And they didn't have to. They could have gotten someone who looked like she was dating a 46-year-old man, because that's <laughs> what the lead in this movie looked like. So I like... So I, so Castiel is 26 years old. Yeah, so she's she's 26, and then the guy is like 28 or something. Like they, it's, they were pretty close. He's 26. He's 26 also? Yeah. yeah. I was creeped out because she is very pretty and is in high school <laughs> in this movie. And I was like, but like I could... You were creeped out by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like she's 16, but she keeps saying she's 16. But that's not a good excuse. But, but you know, like the first shot of this movie, you see the lead on that school bus surrounded by children. <laughs> and then like the first time you see her is in class, 
also surrounded by children, and they just yeah, uh, like they really cast like no, no, get middle schoolers for this classmates. It's gonna make the joke way funnier. But Lucas Till is a giant and looks so out of place. Yeah, uh, the the lead, the female lead is Jane Levy, Jane Levy, and uh, she she's from like Evil Dead. She's a, the the internet refers to her as a scream queen. She's in a lot of horror movies where she's screaming, huh. but she. Uh, also, like, had a couple of like really great line deliveries. Like, she's she's super funny in this movie. Yeah, I thought she did a really solid job. Like, I quoted almost... her a lot in my notes. Yeah, yeah, she was funny. Fun. Almost, almost above this film. <laughs> she is not yet. She's almost, almost to the point where she is also getting too old for this shit. Well, I just want you all to know that you can be twenty one in the New York City like public school system. So yeah. maybe they just were held back a few times. So. I, like well, it didn't in North Dakota. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in North Dakota, maybe it's different. Maybe you can be 27. And he yeah, really today. does have a reputation, like, as a dumb person. <laughs> so, right. like... Right, but then he used the word velocity, and all of a sudden he's smart. Oh, yeah. He's MacGyver! <laughs> I mean, he's not even that much MacGyver. The monster's doing all the work. He just, no, like... No, I mean, he's, he's MacGyver like, on the new show. <laughs> oh, he's actually MacGyver. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> He's also fun for this movie because uh, he has a chin that it looks really big, but that's because there's actually a monster in it controlling him. <laughs> uh, my my compliment, uh, this is a little bit of a cheat, but I, I'm going to give it to me, uh, is uh, for the studio marketing creating the right expectations for the film um, because I saw the trailer a while ago and I thought it didn't look very good, but then I read about how it was really garbage and so I went in expecting it to be the worst pile of hot garbage I'd ever seen. And it was actually okay, which made it feel great. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like it felt, it, I left feeling like really optimistic about it. And then the more I think about it, the more it's not a great movie. But I was just expecting, because Paramount already wrote off a hundred million dollar loss for this movie before they even released it. That's how sure they were that it was garbage. So no, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but, like, but I don't know if I would have liked it if I had expected it to be good. If I'd been like, if everyone was like, hey, this is a Pixar film, I would have hated it. Well, yeah, but you have to just go in thinking. Great graphics. Cool monster <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, man, those, those CG people look unbelievable. <laughs> you know, the Uncanny Valley is no more. <laughs> you think they paid Rob Lowe for his likeness? Till it's bright out Oh, just another lonely night Are you willing to sacrifice your life? All right, good morning, Mitsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about um, current questionable children's films and always have been. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel today. I think this is our his, our first ever three guest panel i suppose you'd call it uh but we got a couple of series regulars and uh and it's really gonna be fun first up he's at anthony lopez part two on twitter anthony lopez pt2 uh he's in portland although not in studio please welcome anthony lopez hey alex i uh thanks for having me i always love talking about uh sleazy co-salesmen who get punishments way worse than they deserve <laughs> uh, you know what i like is instant hey. weapons <laughs> yeah he was gonna sell that old guy a lemon. 
It's it's almost like they added that so that it would feel justified that his whole bu small business that he built from the ground up was immediately destroyed. With he had no the, remorse. He had to let go seven people because of that. Yeah, seven, right? seven good people lost their jobs. So just for those of you who have not seen monster trucks in theaters, uh, the truck has a monster in it. It's driving around. It likes to crush cars because it's a monster. And it sees a used car lot. Oh, right oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Monster trucks? Oh. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really spell that out for you in the film, but that's, I think, what they were going for. I didn't get that. It's a bit of a spoiler, in <laughs> fact. Uh because for the for the majority of the movie, you're like, why isn't this called Monster Truck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. That's a good point. So uh, the uh, anyway, so this monster is in a truck. He's controlling the truck. He is the truck somehow, and he they go to a used car lot, and right before he decides to crush all the cars like a monster truck, uh, the car salesman sa says, "Hey, watch me sell this lemon to the old guy." So that you hate him enough that when the car, his whole business is destroyed, you don't feel so bad. And I like, think. that old guy walked into that lot looking like a rube. You know, like, you can't even blame him for getting taken advantage of. Like, that old guy literally walked in there like, I want to give my money away. Like, <laughs> I need a car, but I don't know anything about what cars are supposed to be. You tell me which one's good. It's not like I have to save it for much longer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also joining us today, she's at Abusive Lisa on Twitter, even though she's still an egg in I'm Queens, New York. Really it's Lisa. Hey, Alex, I grew my hair just like yours. People might think we're brothers. Oh, yeah. What a weird, like, <laughs> the morality of that. So that's the dork that the main character, who is like a dork and nobody likes, is still abusing. So he's still got a lesser person to not be his friend. Yeah. Then when his friend is useful, they're friends again. But then he's still like, I don't want to hang out with you. And they make fun of his butt crack, which was kind and of that's weird. That's it. Yeah, they're just fine. Like, yeah, they just never come around. They're never actually nice to that kid. And they destroy that kid's father's business with no yeah. remorse. I want to talk about that butt crack, by the way. So <laughs> I hope that's a bullet point. <laughs> we'll make a note of it for the summary. Uh, so that voice you just heard, uh, he's at Wilbur with an E on Twitter. And of course, there's an E in the Wilbur and then with an E. Or as I like to say, Wilbur with Thane. Uh, mm -hmm. In Los Angeles, California, it's Mr. Stephen Wilbur. Rawr! That was a quote from the monster. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I forgot about the quote part. That's all right. I forgot to remind you. <laughs> well, and you, you, Anthony did the uh, don't remember a quote, but kind of describe a moment thing. This is a, a cheat that we allow as well. But I think you're right. The monster was the most interesting character. Uh, so this is episode number 374 of the show. Oh, somebody used to say wow at that moment, but you guys aren't impressed. That's oh, fine. Oh, wow. That was a lot. It is a lot. It's a huge number. We've now done as many episodes as the number of active oil rigs in the United States as oh, of July 2016. Depressing, but apt. Yeah. I <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's down from a... Actually, it was a, a peak of 1,600 in 2014, so it is depressing because of how few it is, but also it still seems like a lot. Yeah, it's like, get it together, America. <laughs> <laughs> As of this week, it's, out there saving them, you it's, know? 
It's yeah. up around uh, 500 as of this week, so I had to go back a few months to get it to be the right number. But uh, speaking of things that have to do with active oil rigs for some reason, this week we're talking about monster trucks. So it's just in theaters now and catch it because it will not be there long. <laughs> it opened in like fourth place on one of the slowest weekends of the year. So you might wonder, why are we watching this obscure kids movie? So a couple things that caught my eye about monster trucks for Number one, it was supposed to be released in May of 2015. Then it was pushed back to Christmas 2015. Then summer 2016. And then the dumping ground that is January 2017. So not a great start. I think what happened was it was going to just be either like straight to VOD, like or straight to crackle or something. (laughs) And then YouTube Red. And then uh, Standing Rock happened, and they were like, push the button! (laughs) (laughs) They were just holding it until oil was in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, I think you guys are underselling it, because the seven-year-olds in my theater were super amused. The kids in my theater also laughed, but the kids in my theater also laughed at every trailer, and (laughs) most of those were about cartoon squirrels farting. Well, one of them was about that. There was a baby farting in one. Everybody had a CG animal farting or baby. Everybody had a CG fart. And well, Zootopia were... made a billion dollars, Alex. So that's what happens. <laughs> that's the world we live in now. I know oh, we're man. talking about monster trucks, but I really want to talk about Despicable Me 3. because. <laughs> oh, you mean Stone Trey Poco? Yeah. Because is it going to be good then? No. Because From the mind that brought you basketball. Yeah. No, of, of all the people who would have credibility, because he doesn't just put his name on everything. He doesn't, doesn't. just go out well, there and every like, okay. he's had like a Tony Award winning musical. He's got one of the most uh, the critically, uh, <laughs> critically uh, celebrated shows ever, I would yep. say. And he's in this movie. Well, you got... Okay, so one of two things has happened. Either one, Despicable Me 3 is so good that Trey Poker had to get on it. Or he has a five-year-old daughter now. Uh, Oh, no. That's a good point. It was fun to do. Like, I mean, come on. I would want to hang out with Steve Carell and just say a bunch of shit in the booth. Yeah, and voice acting, like, he probably probably got paid pretty well and was in... In, in the booth for less than a week like he still finished South Park that week probably <laughs> but I'm sure like he's he, it wouldn't be just a paycheck for him though I'm sure he's been given tons of stuff throughout the years and he's been like no I think you're I actually think Anthony's probably onto something I definitely have heard a lot of people who like take a kid's movie because they have kids now and they want something like especially if you're Trey Parker like your kid can't watch any of the shows you've done yeah oh they for sure can <laughs> you think <laughs> I don't think he he would think himself a bad father if he didn't let them watch South Park. It's very possible. Uh, so the the other things about monster trucks uh, is that the other thing I mentioned briefly before, but Paramount took a $100 million write down on the investment in this movie at the end of last year, which is hilarious. But that's not enough. Here's reason number three to watch this. The premise of the movie was created by the four-year-old son of a studio executive who was later followed, later fired. <laughs> not the not the four year old. Um, 
hard. Although four year old is also not working there anymore. But so if you so you combine a four year old came up with this idea and it lost a hundred million dollars before it opened, that is an interesting film for me. And like, also, let's get the voice of Scrat to direct it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the, the director of Ice Age. But his his most consistent work throughout the years yes, has been voicing that uh, rascal always trying to get that giant acorn. <laughs> yeah, and farting. Right? The squirrel farts probably a lot in that. Like, so if this is supposed to come out last May, that means they probably shot it no, in like no, no, no. mid... May 2015. May, okay, so that means they supposed... It was supposed to come out two years ago. That means they probably yeah. shot it in like mid-2014. Correct. Yep. What the fuck were you doing in 20... Imagine doing anything for three months in 2014, and then at the beginning of 2017, having people being like, oh, that thing sucks you did. <laughs> like, like, I forgot. I, I'm a different person. I've lived it, magnet multitudes in that time. Like It's like when someone gets a, a Saturday Night Live, and then uh, somebody goes through their old tweets. <laughs> I just pulled up my calendar. Uh, some things that I was doing in the summer of 2014. Uh, I did a comedy at the Tulalip Casino in Tulalip, Washington. Like, no, imagine no, if you no. found out this week you cost that casino $100 million. <laughs> Yeah, like it's twenty seventeen. Show was on was like played right now, and like uh, the AV club was like, man, what a bad stand up set. Yeah, that would hurt my feelings. That'd be real weird. <laughs> man, what? oh jeez, what? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, this must be bizarre for these people. But anyway, so that was why it caught my eye. Um, if you want to force us to watch anything that was a disastrous investment for somebody, go to readdishweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. And we might choose it for an upcoming episode when sponsorships are available. So now let's summarize this film for people who have not who have not seen it yet because they didn't want to or could not. Um, so I guess I'll start. We'll do sort of a team summary. We'll take turns. I'll start. Lucas Till is a 32-year-old high school student <laughs> who is rough. unpopular despite having a very impressive chin. 23 when he filmed this. 23. <laughs> He's unpopular oh, so despite Jane having not... two people obsessed with him. Like, yeah. straight up yes. obsessed with him. He has, he has two redheads who are dying to get his attention, and he's still really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what an angry. <laughs> they are both redheads. That's weird. I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that. That theme. <laughs> Red equals desire. That's some good filmmaking right there, you know? <laughs> so uh, Good symbology. He, he's a He's living in North Dakota. He's poor, and all he wants is a car to drive him away from his, uh, from home. Uh, he does have a mom, who, uh, Amy Ryan from The Wire, yeah. who Wildly is so charming and adorable. Underutilized in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ex- she had about four lines. She delivered them if, very well. If I feel like I feel like there were two full-time actors in this movie, maybe three. <laughs> there, was, there was Lucas Till. There mm-hmm. was the girl. Damn and me. there was the bad, the the bad muscle from Teravex. Worst oil name. They should have just called it Earth Piss. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they were the full time actors, and then everybody else they just grabbed on their lunch break. Holt uh, McCallany. <laughs> like, wait, is that the character name or no? No, that's the actor Hulk Hulk Holt 
McCallany, who played Burke. Um, uh, yeah, so the, uh, among the part-time <laughs> actors in this film, among the people who just gl- like uh, were peppered throughout, Barry Pepper, as mentioned, <laughs> Rob Lowe, Danny Glover, Frank Whaley. Excellent. Thomas I mean, Lennon? Thomas Lennon? Yeah. Uh, For a second, oh, I yeah, thought Thomas he Lennon. wrote it. I thought yeah, it was one it, of his... Like, this, <laughs> this you look. write those... You write those crap movies so you can write your fun whatever. This feels like Thomas Lennon wrote it as like a 24-hour film project. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just a, a, a dash of those characters. Anyway, so uh, so Lucas, he has an empty truck body, works at a junkyard, no friends, just wants to get in a car and drive away. His father is working across town and he's never seen him or something. Um, when all of a sudden there's an accident on an oil field. This may be out of order. Anyway, there's an accident on an oil field. Somebody, uh, Stephen, describe this accident for me. Um, cataclysmic. <laughs> um, it's uh, well, they're, the they're 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 drilling for oil, as everyone knows. Um, North Dakota is a uh, black gold mine, yeah. and uh, they've been uh, drilling, and then they reach a uh, a pocket of water, and they notice that, uh, I mean, it's possible that there could be organisms inside of it. And they're like, we got to make that money. So you they, gotta, they well, drill down anyway. You have to remember that Rob Lowe invested it all in this site. He did. <laughs> That's <laughs> very important. Really horrible Southern accent. And it's great. I don't know if I like Rob Lowe. Really? Oh, just keep smiling at me, buddy. <laughs> all right yeah he's invested it all and for some reason um this mine is like or this this oil well like the executive is on site while they're drilling well he right just showed drilling? up because there was a problem right That's right he showed up to see what the underground lake was about well, yeah because he wanted they wanted a scene where he would say drill baby drill and on site <laughs> say, please don't and he goes you knew what this was and <laughs> yeah yeah so they they see an underground lake and they go for it because they're <laughs> evil. Yeah. And what should come out of that lake, Stephen? Monster trucks. <laughs> Grave just digger just, just burst. Truckasaurus. He pops out. The Undertaker. The entire attack pack line of toys where you pull on their chain and then they've got teeth. Well, the whole, you know, it's it's definitely not Gravedigger because the whole point of this movie was to create an original line of toys that they didn't have to pay royalties on. Yeah. So they're well, their I, own monster. Like trucks. they went to the Gravedigger license and they were like, you want how much? Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Eight dollars. We'll, we'll make our own. So the, I, I called uh, these anyway. monsters in my head. I thought they were like. Squid puppies that drank oil. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite southern delight. Squid they puppies me of squid, squid Marlon Brandos. <laughs> they like just I, roll it around and like, <laughs> and they like sucked on the oil like a puppy, like 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 a. Like, like a bottle, a and then and then when they were like when they all found each other, sorry, skipping ahead, spoiler, they had like a puppy pile, and they yeah, were like snuggling. Oh. Like it looked puppy. like a wad of gum, 
like when somebody tries to collect a lot of gum for a world record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was three different Except colors. Two. Three different yeah. colors. Of it it looked, you know, Stephen, you're right. It looked like if someone remade like The Fly with Merlin Brando and like <laughs> a, like a sea like manatee, like <laughs> like a sea manatee swims into the teleporter. He does have sort of a manatee head and then a, a bunch of squid legs, but it's very large. Can slip through like an inch wide crack. Yeah. But also, when it opens its mouth, it opens it so wide that there are teeth on top and bottom of its head. Oh, that's and very... multiple multiple circles of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so which this is probably for drilling through rock to get the oil sure. surrounding the, yeah. the pocket of water. That yeah. They live it turns in. out these are they live on oil fields. I. It's a little weird that they were like, we found an underground lake. It might be full of creatures. Because that sounds to me unlikely. Well, I, I'm not a geologist. But I, if I was drilling to that point, I'd be like, "We shouldn't drill through this because maybe like physics, but not because of biology." Well, also, there's no way that she has an app that can track other people's phones <laughs> <laughs> unless she's she has the a real free phone app, but can do it on anyone's phone. You so can. it really should be called "Find Your Phone." You yes. Can find your- some, you can find your phone you on somebody find your else's own phone. phone, but she was finding someone else's phone, and he did not no, authorize he it. In. I watched. No, I mean, I <laughs> he I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, no, that's legit. He typed it in. I've done no, that before. He didn't type anything. I think she just had. Here's what I think. She already because she's a little obsessive. She already built a a GPS tracker and attached on it him. to his phone. <laughs> I I have a theory. I've been playing Watch Dogs too. I think she's a hacker. <laughs> Yeah, I I like the idea that she's a hacker. Hack I like the network that gives her a real character because they got close and then backed off from letting her have any yeah. actual characterization. Besides, I like Setting this up hot lines. Except well, she for, set up lines. That was her point. Also, yeah, exactly. kind of having a real absentee dad, like a dad yeah. who has a lot of shit but is apparently never there. There's yeah. definitely this theme of like weird dad issues yeah. because so uh, uh, main 26 year old, his dad left and then he goes to find him and his dad turns him over to the authorities, which is pretty weird. Um, his dad played by the always nervous Frank Whaley. And then he and then like then there's the yes, yeah, so the, the girl has an absentee dad. But then inexplicably, the two oil field workers, one is the other one's father. And. We know this because he says, Dad, you and I have been together for a while. Wait, what? what? No, Dan. His name's Dan. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Wait, his name's Dan? Yeah, no, they were not related. Oh, man, oh, no. live, I would flip this no. table and storm out. I'm embarrassed. Wait, you know. do, you, do you, anytime you watch a movie and someone's name is Dan, you're like, what's Dan? Wait, wait, wait. You think... You think Rob Lowe was Tom Lennon's son? Or- <laughs> I thought it was a problem in my defense. I thought it was weird you, that you- the president of the company had his dad be the... the I thought he, sure he said, Dad, you and I have been together it's for Dowd. His name's Dowd. Dowd. His name's Dowd. <laughs> Dowd. But it's uh-huh. another sure? time he said, you knew what this was, which was beautiful, again. So, like, his, okay, in my defense, <laughs> Dowd does have two Ds at it, in it. Sure. Yeah, but why <laughs> did you think okay. those two people were related? I thought it was dumb. 
I mean, yeah, there are monster trucks in this movie. And oh, then man, Rob Lowe's the absentee son? <laughs> yes, I thought that was weird. I thought it was weird. This movie yeah. was for sure written by a stepdad. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Who really likes his car? So, so uh, anyway, the monster gets out of the oil well and finds the lonely hot guy and decides through a series of comic misunderstandings that what it really wants is to be the engine of a truck. <laughs> yes. Right? Well, well, you have to understand, it has magical halos on the end of its hands. Silly. So. Yeah, the magic cilia. Uh, yeah. Where it, it just, it loves spinning shit. That's its thing. Well, I think what they were trying to say was like, she said that because they were in the water for so long, there'd be no way for it, him to actually like move on land. So it was like his crutch, like his wheelchair. That well, was I, like I liked that where she was like, it. she said that he had built a wheelchair by making a truck for him. But still, yeah. the explanation is just like his bioluminescent tentacles like to spin things. And so yeah, well, it grabs an axle and spins them. Well, you have to understand, he did mod that axle. So, I mean, that explains it away. So <laughs> yeah, to, give it, to give it more... He scored it. He, he, he scored it. He put slashes with a, a saw or whatever. Right. Uh, man, this movie would probably be better if I had known the scientists weren't related. Man, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I'm skipping ahead. But I feel like they were... Um, at one point, they were like, oh, why do we have... Tom Lennon drive one of the trucks in the third act when Danny Glover's there to drive. And they're like, well, let's just put him in a wheelchair. And then they're like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. And then you'll be able to relate with the wheelchair line from earlier. And they <laughs> high-fived each other. And then they and, had... Well, except for the fact that that's his job is to drive things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can drive stuff a lot. You can drive. Well... It's, he routes it around in a month. It's a little different. It's, I think. It's, I don't want to explain stuff to you, but it's a little different. <laughs> well, I'm just saying they modified a lot of shit for this, and they could have modified it for a wheelchair, okay? Yeah, but the knight creating mods for the truck, they couldn't make a handle for him to grab? Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> honestly, so, that monster didn't want, you know, just didn't want him in his truck. It's a race thing. That. <laughs> The monster's racist. We need more levels to this well, movie. You have to understand the last time that monster was out of the Earth's core. It was a very different time. <laughs> no, it's a I, baby. Yeah, that's true, it is a baby. So anyway. So well, you gotta the, think, they, they know everything that everyone else knows. So it's just... I, I didn't oh, know yeah, the I hive mind. Yeah. I love everything about a hive mind. That should have been yeah, my compliment. Yeah, Creech has his dad's racism going on <laughs> Uh, so okay so creech the name of the creature is in the truck he's the engine of the truck uh the guy gets a girlfriend and they drive around in this cool truck well i want to i want to talk about steven when you were saying like the when they high-fived over the wheelchair when i imagine when they uh when they realized like oh man like she's gonna be on a horse that's like tamed and he's going to be driving his monster yeah. and, like, taming it simultaneously. That mm-hmm. scene, uh, I thought they must have thought they were so clever. And they came up with well, that he already thing. knows how to tame a beast. She'll get him, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or another way to look at that is, like, this horse really wants to go home to its horse family. Yeah. I mean, what this movie is basically, like, imagine if the plot of this movie was, like, 
people discovered horses. So then we need to get them back home. We need to create horse blinders and horse racing. And then we're going to race with them. Yeah. Back to the... I I think this movie is built on afterthoughts. Like, it was a (laughs) very... like Because even the... uh, Having the, the monsters go back to their home... Why is the oil company so against that idea? <laughs> yeah, the oil company has decided we have to poison them. We can't just get them out of the way. Like, we can't just put them in a place where they well, will leave us alone. They don't want to move the pipeline. It's very topical, <laughs> guys. <laughs> they didn't want to move the do- pipeline. They want to keep going through drill, baby, drill. And if they do, and somebody finds out that there's somebody precious there, then they're going to stop them because, you know, if, liberals. Put them in other and- lake. So if you just drive the the, the that take work, you got to kill them. No, but the kids are doing it. You just like they it's hey, driving semi drills. Any lake? It's Alex. not any lake. It's a special lake with lots of oil and bioluminescence. It's yeah. not like just you can make another one. And you ever seen a drill? It only goes in one direction. You can't back it up. <laughs> it just goes down. Um, Wait, I thought this movie. I was pretty sure this movie was Fast and Furious meets Free Willy. Because, like, that's oh. how it felt to me because there was would all you call the, it like, Fast and Billy or Free and Furious? <laughs> and it would make sense that Lucas Till is there because he's an undercover cop. Right. <laughs> like in Free Willy. Well, I mean, there was, like, just as much, like, property damage without any, like, any consequences. Oh, my God, there's and so then, much. Like, millions freed... of dollars in random damage. So, that makes me so mad when you watch a movie and you're like, okay, that's going to cost money. That's going to cost – like, he killed – so, and, like, I feel like he also killed people. Well, just, Burke, like, Burke for sure died. <laughs> well, Burke died, and Burke had, like, already, like – committed attempted murder on a police officer among yeah. other things and so. a child and a child <laughs> well, well the first damage he does so he's on the freeway in this truck driven by a monster and he can't really control the monster and like a woman very politely signals in a car and tries to merge and then he just like monster trucks and destroys the side of her car and like drives away just hit and runs this woman and like that would be a very serious car accident and that would ruin not just her day but like months of this woman's life Right. And and, and I like, like how the girl who's monster. like in love with him just like kind of like playfully like pats him like, oh, yeah. you, you just yeah. destroyed that car. You just you just <laughs> you almost killed that woman. Well, the first deaths happen when the oil rig explodes. Oh, that's well, true. Sure. Yeah, People and on, for sure died. Yeah, what the, the, yeah, the they, sad they don't, real version of that. They don't that show like, them getting the monsters in the tubs, you know. <laughs> and, this, and the sad real version is those are all contractors and the oil company will never get in trouble for it the least believable part of this movie way more than the squid people from below the earth was when the oil executive got arrested that, well because there were horned lizards placed again that's why they were like ah we need a shot of them getting arrested but how yeah <laughs> I mean, you're right. Because the movie was created by this guy's four-year-old, was like, what right. if monster trucks were actually monsters? The whole thing was just trying to justify things a four-year-old said. This yeah. is a really tough way to write. So they, he's got the truck. He's got the monster in it. He realizes, he feels a little bad. He's like, oh, we got to get the monsters home to their lake. The oil company is like, we'll kill them. And if we can't, we'll poison the lake. And so then there's a bunch of chase scenes between the evil security guard and his souped-up truck and then the monster. And then they... they deck out two other trucks to put the monster's hive mind parents into 
Um, although the kid was like the kid monster was having fun driving, like the parents were like a little more reticent to drive in trucks, I guess. Um, but they were anyway. better at it because they were like picking up the other trucks and like throwing them around while driving. Yeah, like, the mom like straight up like takes two and like well, clunks them in the head. Hive mind, hive mind. She learned all the things already. Um, well, also, they learned that the monsters have hive mind because he was playing Simon with one of yeah, them. That's what. That was my question. I'm like, how is Simon still around? Like, why yeah. is he using Simon? Why did he think to get a Simon and tape it to a broom? Other thing is, you don't have to have hive mind. It has sound. They could have just heard the other one. But playing. you don't know what color that makes the sound. Oh, that's well. But they've done it before. It seemed like they had. <laughs> Not with that one. No, you think that was the Alex, first time it was ever was exposed? It's the answer is science. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. So anyway, big long chase. Really long. I mean, it, it can't be said enough. This movie was over two hours for no reason. It wasn't actually that long. It was, it was 90 minutes. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. I looked it oh, up because I wanted it was, to know. It was, how it was 104. Uh, okay. 104 On Fandango, minutes. it said it was like two hours. And... Yeah, that's why I was guessing it. Yeah. yeah, I thought for sure it was over two hours because I thought it said it still felt kind of long at 104. It definitely, you could cut 15 minutes and not lost anything. Not well, I true. I left a couple times to go to the bathroom, and I was not lost. So, this was the only movie I think I've. I okay. Some of the chase and some of the montage of like him modifying the truck mm-hmm. that could have been cut out. But I feel like there needed to be more stuff Story with like, the mom and more yeah. stuff with Danny Glover. It's so, like Carrie, sure, both Carrie Carrie great. You could have cut the whole thing where he drove to his dad. His dad turned him in, and then he drove home, and then it started again right where it had left off with the bad guy chasing him. Yeah, it really was just there to, like like you said, just to be like, yeah, dads will let you down. Stepdads (laughs) are kind of weird, but they're there for you. You know who else will let you down? Mr. Dowd. I mean, his mom is is literally in the movie just to set up the weird code joke at the end right she's only there to be like this guy's coming over oh and i'm sorry i touched your door and that's okay, it then okay. she's gone for the rest of the movie so that may be true but this is to the, who uh, i can't remember steven or anthony who said that this movie was written by a stepdad because in the first scene we see her and her stepdad and kids like i don't know like my stepdad and in the end he's like oh you're a cool stepdad and stepdad like yeah i'm super cool we're friends now like the movie, the one thing that grows and changes in the movie is like he learns to appreciate his stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also Gross. is a complete jerk to a girl who's obsessed with him. Yeah, he does take he There's does that. take uh, Jane Levy for granted, which we all have at some point. <laughs> anyway, then they throw him back in the lake and they swim away, and it's fine. And, and he yeah, says, "I'll for- be back," which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. come back to this hole. I'm gonna come down to this underground buddy. lake under an oil field one of these days. Oh, and also the monsters, we sort of mentioned this, the monsters drink oil. That's why they were under the oil field. That's why they want to be a truck. Did you feel conflicted, like, the whole time? Like, I'm like, you guys are taking our oil. Like, (laughs) I was sitting there just going, I don't know how the EPA feels about this. And if they fart, is that bad for our environment? Like, I was just really trying to think about, like, the exhaust that came from monsters. They don't fart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what is this? Every other animated film? Um, I, I was kind of watching it. I was kind of hoping that 
this movie was going to be like a huge hit because I like the idea of it being all over the news that kids are just spilling motor oil all over the ground <laughs> trying trying to attract their own creatures. <laughs> oh, that'd be a fun the creature playset. It's like you get a, a monster, a truck, and a twenty g- barrel or twenty gallon barrel of oil that you can pour around to the creature something to play in. It's just like a little shitty Hot Wheel and a squishy toy you just shove into it. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, the, uh, the whole thing with the environment, too, is the whole oil plot is very strange because, like, uh, Thomas Lennon decides to help them get rid of the creature because he feels guilty about all the bad stuff he's done. Well, not get rid of the... Save the creature. Save the creature. Help him get back to where he belongs. Yeah, good point. Um... Because so he's like, a scientist. That's what that part was kind of fun. Where he's like, but, "What are you doing? You're falling said, in love with it." And he's like, "I'm a scientist." I, like, this is the first like, time too his, much bad stuff. So he's this like, "This is the first time his job has excited him in years." And exactly, Rob Lowe's yeah. trying to take it away from him. I feel like he this is more of a midlife crisis than his... it is uh, than it is actually like a crisis of conscience. He's well, just yeah, like, "Think oh. about it. You're you're um you know you're 50 years old or whatever. Your son's the head of this big company, and you work for him." <laughs> Your son boss. Steadily watch you to poison the greatest scientific discovery in the past 20 years. You don't know if you owned your position or if this was nepotism. You know, (laughs) kind of look look yourself in the mirror every night. Man, this is ever since his dad beat him at basketball. basketball. All those years ago, he's like, this is not going to go well. This is the, wor- the most embarrassed I felt since I watched that movie where Meryl Streep played three different characters and I thought she was just the same person in three different dresses. Angels in America. <laughs> Were you there for that, Lisa? No, I heard it you and laughed remember. at you. Oh, man. Um, I did not realize I, she was multiple characters. I did oh, want to say I that. I see you watch Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Cloud Atlas and people were merciless about me thinking they were all the same people. <laughs> I don't know. Because that... in one of them, Tom Hanks talked silly. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Viggo Mortensen's face became like very Asian. I don't know what's happening. This face, <laughs> man, Cloud Atlas. Um, but that you, scene that you thought, like when he was telling him, like, "Dad," you, <laughs> <laughs> well, just from my perspective, imagine how funny the <laughs> line, "Dad, we've been together for a while." <laughs> Basically, my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Shit, son. I mean, you weren't there for the first three years. Let's be honest. You were, still, yeah, right? you were, you were still getting your degree. <laughs> but yeah. that that scene, minus the dad context, I love that he was like, just that sequence. But he's just like the things I I know that you've done. I've seen you falsify documents. I've seen. You, I just wanted that list to go on for like another five minutes. Like, <laughs> I saw, and we have that video of you and the Thai prostitutes. <laughs> I've seen you choke a prostitute. To <laughs> right. I've seen I did, you like, fart on a that... dog. I saw you cut in line at Rite Aid. Jesus. I liked that character and the girl character, and I kind of wanted them to go off and have like a buddy comedy because, like, my favorite line in the whole movie was like when she like bumps into him and she goes, Ew, you have slime on you. And he's like, no, it's sweat. Yeah. I sweat when I'm nervous. Thank you for pointing it out. And she just looks at him like he's gross. And they walk away. And I was like, there was no need for that interaction whatsoever. It's almost like you want Thomas Lennon to be in any other movie. 
she doesn't want to bring hands in when they when they formulate the plan. She's like, again, I yeah. I can't touch you. Yeah, Jane, Jane Levy and Thomas Lennon actually funny people. It's almost like the movie is dragging them she down. She just slept on the ground and she doesn't want to touch Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hated. Today's episode of Read It and Weep is brought to you by the Winebark Nature Stuff Trunk Crate Bag Club. Hey guys, you know what's hard? What's hard, Anthony? Buying what you want when you want it. It's exhausting. I've often thought so. Yeah, it's so difficult. First, I have to want something, then select it, then pay for it, then get something you want. It's exhausting. But what if I told you that there was a better way? I'd say you're a fucking liar. Yeah. There's no way. But there is. Have you guys heard of subscriptions? Nope. Doesn't sound like anything to me. Yeah, it sounds like more lies. It's great. The way it works is simple. You just pay money every month, regardless of whether or not you want something, and a box of stuff you don't need shows up at your door. No more selecting only the products that are actually useful to you. I don't know. What if I forgot to pay for it? That's what's so great about subscriptions. You keep getting billed for it long after you've stopped wanting a box of whatever. Okay, smarty pants, but what if I accidentally cancel? I bet it's way too easy to just accidentally stop it from happening. Oh, no, it's actually very difficult. Hmm, I'm not convinced. Wait, so I don't decide what crap is delivered to me each month? Nope. But how do I decide what category of crap I want to not get to choose? That's where a very special service comes in handy. It's the official Read It and Weep meta subscription service. Wine book, nature loot, birch stuff, apron box, trunk crate, bowl bags, clubs, something team. For just $412 a month, we subscribe you to every crappy subscription service. Does it work? (laughs) You just sign up for the nature book, apron loot, stuff, crap, things, carrier, supply, baggy club team. Then what happens? Every month we send you a box full of other boxes directly to your door. You get pet food, human food, makeup, records, home cookable meals, clothes, clothes, wine, nerd stuff, jock stuff, stuffing stuff, and so much more. But I don't want that stuff. Exactly. If you wanted it, you'd buy it. But now you know you don't want it because it showed up directly to your door. Good point, I guess. And if I want to cancel? Yeah, I bet it's too easy to cancel. Just calling during office hours, 1 to 2.15 a.m. Greenwich Mean Times. And guess the number I'm thinking of between 1 and 1,000. If you're right, we'll cancel. No, it may take up to six months to cancel all of your services. I love it. Yeah, I'm convinced. I'll take two. Join the Wine Bark Nature Loot Birch Stuff Apron Nonsense Trunk Crate Hovel Bag Club Group Squad now. Not enough conditions apply. All right, now it's time for a lightning bonus round. Uh, lightning bonus round. Somebody say lightning bonus round. A lightning bonus round. Lightning, lightning bonus, bonus round. round. 
Nice. So uh, this is our mini game segment. I got a couple of things I want to do. The first thing is I want to play a quick game of one change, a quick round of one change. So our theory on the show is that every movie or book is always one change away from being great. No matter how bad it is, you could change one thing that would make it great. You just have to figure out what that one thing is. I really want to hear you guys do an episode on both of a nation. (laughs) The new one or the old one? (laughs) I mean, so I guess like the theory is like I just want to hear your all... one change. So uh, yeah, I mean, we go, so like one of the standby one changes is like, what if they were all dinosaurs? Because then it would be like a metaphor for racism instead of just racist. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like our one change for that would be like, what if it wasn't racist? That'd be cheating, but you could do that. Our Again, one change: the new birth of the nation or the old one. <laughs> Oh man! Did, uh, let's uh, yeah, obviously we're talking about the original. I hate remakes, um, <laughs> especially when they try to like modernize them to modern sensibilities. Try, it's like uh, stuff. Yeah, I. You know what? I just got out of a lake, and I'm from a different time. Anyway, so what's your, what one thing could we change on this movie that would make it way better? I think if there were consequences for every single action. <laughs> I would like everyone to get their comeuppance. I want sure. him to pay every fine, just being a ton uh, of debt. You just want one scene at the end of paperwork. <laughs> yes. Just a lot of like, paperwork. We're really glad you saved those monsters, but you owe the city this much money. That would just make me feel better. Also, also- you owe Invisible Dad $400 for gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he, he steals her credit card, doesn't tell her. Puts it in his pocket after he's done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He thinks it's a normal amount of gas. He buys $300 worth of gas. Oh, man. That's super suspicious. Yeah. They also uh, just take that dude's car. I guess it was on the repo list, but They whatever. repo that guy's car, but they, they steal the trucks from the... Like, the kid lets them in, but it's not his trucks. No. And do they give the trucks back? And like, hey, by the way, we cut these open with saws and glued ugly pieces of metal to the sides. Well, the also, green we, one was a repo. He didn't, he didn't pay right. his bill. Oh, it was just the one that the kid was going to get as a present, but then yeah. hadn't yet. Oh, yeah, they were both free. They those are those Legit, are free and clear for him. Those, yeah. He it was a car from the showroom that had that was going to be a gift eventually, but hadn't been yet. That's still too early to do that. True. I just There's, feel like there was a lot of consequences that weren't. But just here's my one change. I think his birthday was the next day because it had a bunch <laughs> of balloons on it. <laughs> That's a good point. So you telling me he spent his birthday alone thinking about how his present was on the other side of South North Dakota? He right. just and had at the, the end of best it. day of his life, though. <laughs> I know the person he's obsessed with finally paid attention to him and then ruined his dad's dealership. Yeah, used used him for something and then ran away with his truck, which he will get back. Sons an engine. Because when you take the monsters out, those trucks aren't going to be super great yeah. at driving. Fair. But, which brings me to my one change. Instead of monsters, they're squirrels. <laughs> a team okay. of hyper-intelligent squirrels uh-huh. get into a, a car. The movie is called Car Trucks. No. <laughs> Squirrel monster. No. Squirrel Monster truck? squirrels. And... The the trucks don't have engines either. Yeah. They're powered yeah. by the squirrels farting. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, the movie should be called Truck Nuts, right? <laughs> the squirrels. There like, we go. Found it. Easy winner. 
Uh, all right. Uh, another. Does anyone have one more change? You know, uh, this is kind of random. I I recently watched the uh, Neon Demon. Have you guys seen that movie? It's very different <laughs> than Monster Trucks. Um, no, I haven't. But it has the same. Okay, so Neon Demon uh, is, is like uh, one of the Fanning sisters, the younger one. Uh, she moves to L.A. and everyone acts like she's just like they're just odd by her all the time and that's the same thing i kept thinking about that in this movie because the lucas till character is just like he's walked into a room and people are like it's that guy oh my god i just i just like oh i can't believe you would do i'm like i didn't mind him but if they had cast someone that like genuinely i was like i kind of love this guy i think you put ryan gosling in this role oh shit it's a better i i I'm into it. That's my one change. Put Ryan Gosling. In. Ryan, Ryan Gosling as the, as the main. Better. You yeah. put Ryan Gosling as the Jane Levy character. Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, lightning bonus round. The other game I wanted to play. Hey. Hey. You want to go? Do you have one? I do. I want to. I have a change. Cool. I don't, I don't force everyone to play. So go ahead, Stephen. I think, and I feel this was in the uh, original. Great. Moving on. So. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Go ahead, Steve. I feel like this was in the original script, but after um, the uh, after he reunites them with the rest of the, the squid monsters, uh, the squid monsters went, yes, our hive mind is now complete. Time for the squid insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> and just climbed up. Like they'd been, they'd been chipping away at this giant crater for right. years and years, right. and they yeah. just opened it up. But then the the hive mind was separated. Queen. So then they just oh, climb yeah. up out of it and just take over. <laughs> like, take oh, over. Or the, they were like, we the last got out. The only thing that could defeat us was on land. They're like worried. They're like, the one thing that could defeat us on land is automobiles. We just need to figure out how they work, how to dismantle them, and then we can yeah. rule the world. And Guys, they're not robots in disguise at all. They're just machines. <laughs> Somebody had uh, dropped the Transformers TV. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, so the second game I want to play for Lightning Bonus Round, um, I want to I want to make up a kids movie. We don't have to, not the whole thing, but just like give me a concept of a kids movie that will lose a hundred million dollars. So. Speci- sorry, specifically an idea that a kid would come up with for a kid's movie that will lose a studio $100 million. Like, can you come up with a worse idea for a movie that a kid might come up with? I don't know. I keep like thinking of like roller skates, just like something where it's like, but they're rollers. But, but they're ice also skate. animals. <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. squirrel farting skates. Yeah, there you go. That might work. I bet that could work. Uh, uh, you could lose $100 million on it if you put the right cast together. Let me mm-hmm. uh, let me give it a give it a shot. I'm just gonna look around things in the room I'm in and see if I can generate a kid's movie. All right, so there's a Christmas tree next to me. It's Christmas time. A kid gets uh, what's that over there? PS4. It's a PlayStation 4 for Christmas. Right. Uh, his older brother smokes too much weed. I'm looking at my bong right now. <laughs> so he, I'm afraid it's gonna become an adult movie edgy. too fast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it's it's implied that his brother upstairs doing drugs and he's like a loser downstairs. And he gets sucked into his PS4, and he has to defeat bosses. Oh. Okay. No, I'm into it. Uh, I like it. I don't think it's going to lose any money. No, it's based off video games, so it's guaranteed to lose money. Well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, 
also it's bad that that's a help yeah okay uh i like the idea of things being like that are other things i think that's really fun like i'd like it to be like i don't know like it's called drag race but then you're dragging monsters behind you while you're racing <laughs> or they just or do it like, dressed in women's clothing well you could do that or you could be like dragons. football dragon race. oh dragon race drag race with dragons that's yep. that's it there Got you it. go uh, also, it could be like football, but the ball is a foot of a monster. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, do you have any ideas? Do you have an idea, Stephen? Yeah. Okay. So, like a four year old. Okay. Hold on. Four year old comes up with a movie that would lose a hundred million dollars. Okay. It's about a diaper <laughs> that eats your little brother's pee pee. Four and years then, old, and then the little brother eats the diaper oh. and he poops it out. And the poop eats daddy's pee-pee. <laughs> I wasn't on board, and then I was on board. I feel like it was the third layer that it got through that I got kind of excited. Yeah, it needs well, a good denouement, but... Yeah. <laughs> will, will it have a positive environmental message? Because that's really important. Yeah. But like a or loose... Confusing, <laughs> loose one. Yeah, it's about um, repurposing diapers for food. Yeah, like reduce, recycling. reuse, recycle. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to read you guys a couple of uh, four-year-old bad movie ideas from our audience. Uh, At Disorderly says on Twitter, uh, Cootie Catcher, a tale of a brave youngster who becomes one of the defenders of goodness and boyness, but not exactly cleanliness. Is it have a cootie catcher in it? um... I feel like, yeah, at some point you have to be like the main character has got to be the catcher of cooties. Oh, oh no, 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 no. The cootie catcher is the cootie catcher is the thing, um, the four pronged thing that you go one, two, three, four, yeah. and yeah. you you flip it and like you're gonna marry a diaper that eats peepees, you know? Oh, it's one of those things. <laughs> oh, it's like a uh, okay. Imagine this: uh, someone's doing that. They open it, and there's something none of them wrote there. And it like, comes true. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right? so, like a kid then, horror movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like the Bye Bye Man. Oh, no. It's, it's like It Follows meets, meets oh, something it's, like that. It's a horror movie, and it's called Linda in a Condo with Seven Kids. No, see, that's not the cootie catcher. That's, <laughs> that's the house... <laughs> Shack game. Oh, that's pretty similar. All right. Mash, oh, wait. No, mash, what if the cootie mash, catcher? Wait, mash. I got an idea. What if the cootie catcher is like the giver, where it's like we appoint one person to take all the cooties? <laughs> Just like take it for the team. So it's like the one Beautiful. boy. Who takes and then it turns out in a surprise twist, he's just making out with all the girls, turns out to be a hero later. I like the part when an old man rubs the boy's back and gives him all the cooties that he's acquired throughout the years. And then does he survive all the cooties or does he die? Hard to say. Yeah, does he freeze or at yeah. Hoyboy on Twitter says a child eats candy with a side of milk for every meal. Ugh. Contrary to parental warnings, child does not get scurvy but actually thrives. It's not like a kid came up with it. I'm into that. I don't uh, think at, a kid knows what scurvy is, but all right. <laughs> real, yeah, real that's the environmental Unless do. he's like Pippi Longstocking or something. Also, doesn't like some... You can have candy that has vitamin C in it, right? Can yeah, like, vitamin C? Like airborne? <laughs> yeah, it's vitamin C that helps Flintstone you. Flintstone chewable like, vitamins? I yeah. feel like 
Created by the guy who made the Sega Genesis popular popular in America. Fun fact. Hmm. That is fun. I don't believe that it's a fact, but it's definitely fun. <laughs> it's a fa- it's definitely a fact. The guy who thought of Flintstone chewable vitamins is the marketing head of Sega of America. Never, you know, Tom Kalin. Like That's what his name. At Wham Cocker on Twitter says snakes on a plane. I I like that because it does have a it does sound like a four year old came up with it and it is very similar to monster trucks where it's like I like that I, I like the idea of a movie where the title tells you literally everything you can skip yeah. the movie it feels like you've seen it like the the high concept pitch is literally just the title to a movie yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that pitch took like five seconds it's like monster trucks monster trucks and they were like excellent. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A series of unfortunate events. Like, I get it. Schindler's List. (laughs) In your version of Schindler's List, is it just an old man writing things? He just, it's just like 90 minutes of him writing down things. Just his favorite movies of the year. Milk, bread. (laughs) Ham. And then at the, done, at like, the end of the movie, feed. he gets to the store and he realizes he didn't have enough change. <laughs> he, oh, no. he didn't have enough. Spoiler, man. I and that's when All Star plays. <laughs> I really like the uh, where they remake that in 2017, try to get the youth into it, and it's uh, Schindler's Listicle. <laughs> and it's just like, here are a bunch of images of people you could save. It's all Schindler's- black and white, except for one link is in color. Just Schindler's Pinterest. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's for like 25-year-old uh, females who just got their first nice couch. So it will still that... have Liam Neeson in it? That's, that's not that's what Pinterest funny. is. I don't, know who, I don't know who's on Pinterest. It's just people planning weddings. <laughs> sure. It's Crafty people who like recipes Crafty. and yeah. uh, scarves and... Oh, goodness. Jeremy on Facebook says, what if a murder of crows actually committed murder? That's a good question. I've thought about that. Yeah, Like in the birds? Like in the movie The Birds? Like The Birds. It's kind of like that, I guess. But it's crows. Totally different. Uh, Dennis on Facebook. uh, Oh, let's have another Spider-Man reboot origin story. Like, put 12 bad guys in it. Screen but the bad guy is a diaper that eats pee-pees. <laughs> All right, now I like, yeah, you guys are working together. I like it. Uh, Antonio the, says, <laughs> go ahead, Steven. But the diaper has a sick daughter that it has to eat pee-pees for. <laughs> <laughs> I think so might... like, they're not truly bad, you know? They're just, they've been brought to extremes. And that, like, <laughs> that diaper was there when Uncle Ben was killed, too. You didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, Antonio on Facebook a sock goes on a road trip adventure to find his missing partner like oh like uh, Homeward Bound but with socks sock it back to me (laughs) I think that's actually that's kind of a cute movie that a kid might come up with Mm -hmm. although Antonio goes on starring Mark Wahlberg and Ben Affleck directed by M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) with music by Randy Newman there I've lost you a hundred million (laughs) dollars You'd be surprised. It <laughs> yeah, depends if Split goes well or not. <laughs> Helen, Helen Rousset, friend of the show, uh, meet buddy Helen, says, uh, my seven-year-old wants a movie 
wants, quote, a movie with a mean dragon who eats a girl, then he burns them and her tummy is all burnt. Have a nice day with that. <laughs> Sounds like he's been reading my fanfics. I Wait a minute. He eats the her physics. and then burns her tummy? I yeah. think maybe if we... Uh, you'd have to change the pronouns a little bit, but if a mean dragon eats a girl and then she burns his tummy from the inside, sort of a Jonah and the male thing. Girl? Yeah. Well, that's good. I don't think he really knows yet what eating does to things i don't think he understands how three x structures work personally he probably he probably thinks babies come out of belly buttons (laughs) which i recently discovered they do not (laughs) oh who told you we were trying to keep that a secret i I learned it at the clinic (laughs) uh marty on facebook just apply the exact idea of a movie to every to of other day to ev- to other everyday objects. So, computer mouse is about a rodent who helps a college student with his computer project. <laughs> no, lose a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. just ratatouille Wait, in a college. Let me ask I you: Does it. the mouse <laughs> fart? Just ratatouille crossed with the social network. Just oh yeah. <laughs> You think you were going to invent left clicking? You would have invented left clicking. Uh, and lastly, at Rev Lo- the Rev Lauren on Twitter says, "I fell asleep while eating grilled cheese." The four-year-old I used to babysit for story. That's cute. I assume that means the kid fell asleep with grilled cheese, and not Lauren fell asleep eating grilled cheese, and the kid wrote a movie about her. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, like as it's burning, she's the kid <laughs> outside furiously scribbling in a journal. Like, the, why are all the adults so irresponsible? What does grilled cheese do to people? But I mean, like, the kid who fell asleep eating grilled cheese kind of fits with like the modern, like, girl with the dragon tattoo and girl with the train, <laughs> like, kind of genre thriller, but for kids, the girl like, with all the gifts. Yeah, <laughs> the girl who fell asleep eating grilled cheese. The Schindler with all the lists. Does that fit? I don't know. No. Anyway, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. That's uh, that is the game of make up a kid a movie for a kid by a kid that will lose a hundred million dollars. Thank you everybody who played. Uh, go to facebook.com slash read and weep or on Twitter at read underscore weep or join the mailing list at readdistrict.com and you can play along with lightning bonus round next week. All right, it's time for our minor compliments now. So we're going to go in reverse order. So I'm going to be up first. This is my last nice thing I'm going to say about monster trucks. Um, the oil exec was it Rob Lowe? I think you got arrested. Yeah, Rob the son Lowe of the scientist. Yes, the son of his employee, the scientist, uh, was super <laughs> chill when he. Got, so he got arrested, and he was very calm, during a board meeting, and he was super calm about it. And the whole table of other oil executives were so chill about someone getting arrested in a meeting. Well, he, it was waiting for the other shoe to drop, really. Yeah, they all knew. Yeah, you've seen, you've seen Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, you you saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe the other option is that they're just they're all so like used to arrests. They're so good at it. Yeah, they're just like I'll be out before the end of the day, man. I'm out before you're off your shift. Go ahead, take me in. You know, I'll right. have your badge. It's just like like the end of Wolf of Wall Street. You know, he was scared until he remembered he was rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I just I like. I liked how chill everyone was. I thought that was funny. Uh, going backwards, Anthony, I think um, you're next. Yeah, I I went into this movie 
knowing I was going to have to watch a sequence when the monster truck ended up at a monster truck rally and like did (laughs) sweet, cool tricks to like an odd crowd. And they didn't do that. Yeah. Solely because they couldn't afford it. I guarantee you, <laughs> if they had more money, they would have filmed that sequence. But they didn't, and I, I commend them for it. Do you... You seem like you're like a guy who's gone to a monster truck rally. How dare you, good sir. <laughs> no, I... I mean, I, I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't put it past me. That seems like something I would do. I've been to a WWE show. Quite a yeah, few I just times. I know your love of wrestling as a kid, and I thought maybe this is like I mean this is like wrestling with trucks, right? Yeah. No, no, I mean wrestling's real. Monster trucks all fake. Those trucks know they're gonna get run over. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, oh, I wanted to point something to Anthony. You would know what I'm talking about. Um, did you find it funny that that kid, the the bad kid in the green truck, that he was probably playing Titanfall One? Oh yeah, and then. It, the movie came out after Titanfall Two has already been released. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they like, they were like, "Well, uh, you guys paid us to advertise Titanfall back in 2014. <laughs> Do you want us to advertise Titanfall Two now?" Uh, yeah, uh, that really cracked me up. Just so you know, I Anthony, next time, that. next time, monster. Tr- so there's a monster jam coming up in February when I'm out of town. But next time there's a monster truck rally in Portland, I'm taking you. Uh, sounds like go. a delight. We buy me a it's warm wrestling with trucks. Yeah, I'll get you a pretzel for sure. All right. uh, no money. Twelve dollar pretzel. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'll I'll spring for it. Maybe even the show will pay for us to go. There's research. This show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the people who donate to the show would not be upset if our money went to a monster truck rally, provided we did an episode reviewing a monster truck rally. I'd do that. Man, I'm so excited. Let's go to a monster truck rally, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always been curious. How long is a monster truck show? That's a great question. Because like, how long does that really be? I know the pit from 12 to 1, but it costs extra money. Okay. Or no, wait, no, the pit party is is 10.30 to noon, and the show is at 1. Is a pit party like what you do at a mosh pit at a Limp Bizkit show? Yeah, but you're in a truck. Okay. Man, this still all right, all right. Anyway, uh, oh, can I tell you a quick monster truck story? Um, oh so, uh, my wife Megan has never been to a monster truck rally. When she was a kid, her dad offered to take her, and she refused to go because she thought that they were going to run over her car. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was just they just grabbed people's cars from the parking lot and just crushed them in front of you. And she was like, I don't know why everyone else was so calm about our car getting ruined. But I that would be amazing. Car. As a child, she lived in a weird, like, dystopian marathon yeah. man reality. She was yep. very that... concerned for the family. All right. I offer, I offer my Celica as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, minor compliment. Um, well, I, I really liked that they showed some main some male vulnerability and they just had a moment of him crying in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, I like, actually noticed that and I liked it in a genuine way. So I didn't even write it down to make fun of. Cause like, I was like, yeah, it's good that he cries there. Yeah, no, me too. like I was just kind of like good for them. It's a, you know, there was a lot of problems with the way she was portrayed in a girl's like, I mean, in a kid movie yep. where she just kind of was helpless and stupid, but yeah, her only he role cried, was being the only so- person who noticed that he was hot. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't really know what her... She got, like, pushed around a lot, and, like, she was fine with it. He, like, literally puts his hand over her mouth, and it's super creepy, and she's like, I'm fine with it. But anyway, the part that I liked was that he showed some um, male vulnerability and, like, cried in the car, and it was, like, it was just nice that that they actually had that moment. It was after that weird moment where his dad left him again, or turned him in. Yeah. Tried to have him killed, I think. Yeah, kind of. And then it was just overwhelming. And it's like, oh, right, they're a kid. And yep. it's it's okay to cry. And yeah. we're going to show it. I so I that. that That's nice. genuine. No jokes. I like it. <laughs> Anthony. Uh, uh, not Anthony. Steven, that leaves you. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anthony, you already um, went. I, Anthony, you uh, did go, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, I did go. I did want to. I hadn't really thought about this. But wait, what she just said, uh, maybe thing yeah. like, the dead started cooking that burrito thinking i'm gonna sell them out real fast this will be done before my burrito cools they were chicken wings chicken wings wings, yeah but he puts them in the microwave and then the cops or the bad guys show up and he knew they were coming so he was like he always knew he was eating those alone (laughs) that's why he didn't put enough in yeah i was thinking about that i'm like he didn't put enough in yeah yeah he just brought enough for one they should have been suspicious when he threw chicken wings for one in the microwave and was like i'll make us dinner (laughs) <laughs> uh all right uh steven that leaves you minor compliment um i appreciate the restraint they uh they showed with um the the kid's butt crack um i because okay i feel like i don't know how old he was he might have been underage 26, so probably it, it might have been an issue like with uh like how yeah. they they could only have um mclovin on top of that girl for so long like that maybe it was like a law thing but i like to think that they were they had like shots uh takes of him like full pants down (laughs) or just a whole lot more but in the end they decided no we're just gonna have a early 2000s britney coin slot thing going on (laughs) for him so while you're at home trying to decide if you want to laugh at this butt crack joke, let me uh, help you. This is Tucker Albritzi. And he didn't fart. He, he didn't could fart. have farted right at her face. 16 years of age. Born in 2000. Yeah, I was uncomfortable with that. <laughs> I was just like, here they are, like, they could be cool and they're down on... You know, like, they're supposed to be the losers rising up from the douchebag with the hot girlfriend... And then they're like making fun of this kid. Well, there are tears to loser dumb. Like, yeah, but like Lucas really, was we're gonna body shame a, a child. Not cool. Yeah. Well, do you see his hair? His dad. Yeah, I mean, his dad does own a dealership. Yeah, he's the luckiest kid in town. And we never see his dad, so maybe his dad's never around. No. Oh no, we saw the dealership, Dad. Yeah. We saw the no, dad. That was a used car dealership. Yeah, we just saw him at the dealership. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) No, no, There were multiple dealerships? Yeah, it was two different car dealerships. (laughs) Some trucks are... This is a one-horse town. Some cars are monster trucks. I mean, this is North Dakota, not South Dakota. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is during an oil boom. What they didn't show you is that uh, uh, the main character's dad was paying $5,000 a month for that uh, trailer. Well, there's good. No, He's an alky piece of crap. Nowhere to live during the oil boom is kind of bad. Just, anyway, he just pours a bottle, pours a glass of whiskey with his son he hasn't seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like Frank Whaley. It's kind of fun to see yeah. him do a very small, sad role. Uh, 
I felt yeah. bad because I, for the for the majority of the movie, I thought DB Sweeney, DB Sweeney, had really let himself go. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, God, it's Frank Whaley. It's Frank Whaley. That's even and worse. He, let himself go. he was in that movie with Jennifer Conley when they were trapped in a Target overnight. <laughs> and now, ah, it's a shame. It was too bad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. That's it for the show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Next week, I'm trying to figure out what to say in that part. I don't like the script yet. Boom, we'll update it. Anyway, next week we're talking about Sherlock. Yeah. The show? The show. Yeah. We're talking about oh. the good show Sherlock. Isn't that fun? That's You've got fun. problems with the show. And I don't like that. No, no, I love it. I haven't seen the yeah. new season, but I love it. You've got oh. issues with that show, and you're going to eviscerate it. You No. As much no, as you I can. Think so. No, I think this is going to be an all-pro show. Well, I mean, we'll see. I haven't watched the new couple episodes yet, so we'll have three new episodes of the new season. Um, some people gave up on it during the wedding episode last season, and also some people didn't like the Christmas special, but I liked both of those things. I am just on board for this show. Oh, I never finished the Christmas special. I know. People don't I, like it. There's I like, liked the Christmas special quite a bit. I thought, it, like, especially, I thought like, the fun. twist in it, I think is really clever. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I, I haven't watched it, so I've only seen the first season. You a big elementary all, fan? You just really like the CBS a... property. <laughs> you like no, the American I really like elementary. I'm not gonna lie, I just binge watched two seasons of Elementary. <laughs> so, all right, Anthony was making like fun of you for life. that before you... he knew it was true. <laughs> That's um, really it fun. was excellent, and you should take everything you just said back because <laughs> I like adaptations that like have women as roles and. Yeah, I like Moriarty is. I mean, spoiler is a woman, and it's kind of exciting. Yeah. Apparently, there's a new super dark villain in Sherlock. I'm excited. I love the show, and I know we've the, the show's come up a lot on our Facebook page, so I know a lot of our fans are, are watching, and I am so excited to talk about it to them. So that's next week. Um, really quick before we go, it's time for the corrections department. So uh, last week during our Rogue One episode. I talked extensively about the pens in the pockets of the Imperial officers, for which I was made fun of a little bit for noticing that they had pens. Turns out... They're vape pens. <laughs> <laughs> they blow... That would be <laughs> fucked up. They puff mad cotton on the goddamn Death Stone, man. Oh, man. That is so <laughs> funny. No, actually, it turns out, so at Whamcocker tweeted at us um, that he was also obsessed with them, so I was like, all right, we're doing well. But then it turns out, no, because Rhiannon... Uh, meet buddy Rhiannon uh, wrote in to say that they're actually employee access code cylinders and what? then oh like them. what R2 has like that comes out and then then they put it in the you know I don't know if it's that same thing but if you so they all have uh, all the higher ups have these uh, code cylinders in their pockets that look like pens and they are they have their rank and it allows them to get into access to certain things. Anyway, I was looking on Wikipedia, uh, it is, as Rhiannon sent me to do, and it turns out that is all entirely true. Um, is that pre-Disney pre buyout canon? Yes. Okay. Also, um, the, the, um, the cantina band on Moss Eisley played jizz music, and that is canon. <laughs> played jizz music? It's J-I-Z-Z. It's called jizz music. <laughs> 
good. Well, that's not it's in the like corrections jazz. department, but that is Both fun. But Alex, I'm really impressed with how well you said pens in the pockets of the Imperial art. That was some good alliteration for you. Yeah. Was it jizz music to your ears? No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was lost. All right. Anyway, so uh, that's the corrections department. Keep writing in to let us know when we are wrong about things. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always great to talk to you. And welcome back. Abusive at Abusive Lisa. Still an egg. Yeah. Don't tweet at me because I won't look. Because most joined- people who are Twitter. abusive on Twitter have the egg <laughs> icon. Yeah, most of them are well, not yeah, as self-aware was, as, uh, as abusive well, Lisa. I was, I was, I only started it to like, uh, wait, hate on you, I yeah, think. You're being mean to me. That was the whole idea. Yeah, it was just a hate on Alex, but I didn't really hate on Alex. Since then, not the only person who's joined Twitter as an egg just to be mean to me on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, were they actually mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I never actually was mean. Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> you know what? It was it was it was how well you knew me that made it so cutting. It was clear this is a person who knew my actual weaknesses, not just my mistakes in columns. Though Wilbur with a U should have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> you didn't have a picture. I couldn't tell who it was. It was an egg. At Wilbur with an E is you is you actually uh, with an E in both places. Wilbur with an. Uh, and by and also w- w- at Wilbur with Ain on Instagram, and in both those places, you have been uh, creating just a masterwork of photoshopped visual puns. They're called fomantos. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you have been, and I'm. This is 100 genuine. You've been killing it with fomantos recently. I am enjoying it so thoroughly. Oh, you're well. Here's a little sneak <laughs> peek. For people, I am working on Chess Club 7, which is uh, the band S Club 7 in a chess club. <laughs> you're And you're actually, like, putting a ton of work into the visuals. Like, the photoshopping is good. Thank, uh, yeah, thank you. Which makes it more fun. <laughs> anyway, I'm really enjoying it. So everybody follow at Wilberthane on Twitter or Instagram to get those. You will enjoy them. Give me another example for people who don't. Like, what's another... What's one? One, what's one you're proud of? Um, the carpet matches the drakes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an apartment with uh, a carpet with drake on them and then two drakes hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. All right. Anyway, that's it. We'll be back again next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Psh.